It's almost the end of the year. For some, school has started. For others, they're returning to work. For some, you lost your job. And for others, it's just been a bad year. So let's just take a step back, grab your drinks, join us on Clutch, a podcast by Real Girlfriends Across America as we discuss the reset button. My real girlfriend across America. Hey, wait a minute. I don't know how to describe myself. We gotta give these ladies a makeover. Funny sometimes you feel like you're always sitting on the show. I'm like, oh wow, that's really good to know. A lot of women experience some of them. Clutch has like a lot of different kinds of interests. I don't like women. and mission to build lifelong friendships with women across the globe. I'm Alexis, and tonight I will be your host for the topic of the reset button. I have three ladies on the line with me, and when I call your area code out, please identify yourself and let us know what mood you're in tonight. This is C, and you want to know what's new tonight? I'm sorry? Um, this You said what's new tonight. I apologize. I didn't hear your question. What is your mood tonight? I apologize. I am doing good. I'm in a good mood. Okay. How about 207? My name is Kelly, and I am back to attentive. <laughs> That's my mood. Last, last but not least, 404. This is Tawanda, and my mood is absolutely exciting and incredible. And we have a new caller. Hello, new caller. Would you please identify yourself and tell us what mood you're in? New caller? 404? Yes, yes. My name is Sharika. I am in a relaxed mood. Hey, Sharika. Um, hey, how are you doing? I'm good. Tonight, the topic I chose the reset button for a reason. Over the weekend, I was watching a whole bunch of YouTube videos. And a lot of people are taking out their planners and planning for the year. And last week, I did a podcast about planning for what lies ahead. So the reset button for me is a lot of times in life, we have a lot of things going on. We always want to plan for the future. And we, of course, have goals that we ourselves want to achieve, whether they're personal goals, whether they're work goals, whether they're family goals, um, a lot of times we end up putting them on the back back burner, or a lot of times we just forget all about them because we fell off the wagon and we don't know how to get back on track. So tonight, I would just like everyone on the line to imagine that you have a reset button. And what I mean by a reset button is you get to start over, right? Not necessarily over in life because in some situations you just can't. But for others, you can give yourself a reset button and just hit that reset button. And for me, it means you just wipe the slate clean. What happened, happened and you just repurpose your goal or start all over again to achieve that. So, ladies, this it has been a very challenging this year, this year. The coronavirus with everyone losing their 
jobs and or work hours might have been cut, or if you're fortunate enough to be an essential worker, you might be feeling a little overwhelmed, a little stretched thin, and it doesn't help that we have the elections in November coming. So, ladies, do you ever wish that you had a reset button that you just can hit and everything magically just (laughs) wipes clean and you could start all over again? Yes. Yes. What about you, Kelly? Uh, Well, I, I am not so much into a reset button versus a focus to keep my focus versus reset because it seems I feel that the terminology to reset means that everything that you have done right, you still need to do over again. (laughs) I'm just trying to keep on time. (laughs) I would like to keep myself focused. Well, good for you. What about you, Sharika? Um, Yes, I would like, um, yes, I would like to reset, you know, to reset some stuff, um, you know, not um, putting it off, saying, because I always say uh, one day, (laughs) I got to stop using that word one day, (laughs) you know, just attempt to do it, you know, try. And what about you, Tawanda? Yes, if this is the thing about reset with me. If I could reset, however, keep, you know, we got to cheat a little bit. So if I could keep the things I want to keep and research, you know how we always say, like, since we're not a kid again, if I knew then what I know now, yeah, let me reset, but keep the stuff I want to keep. And then I start over. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Well, it's interesting that Kelly said she doesn't like the reset button. She'd rather a focus button. And it's interesting that Tawanda wants to keep what she did well and or keep the things that she wants to keep, but everything else is the reset button. Well, the reality is in real life, there is no such thing as the reset button. Because if there were, then so many mistakes can be fixed. But here, what I mean by the reset button is you're allowed to give yourself a reset button. And what I mean by that is it's your reset button. You can hit it when you need it. You can hit it when you want it. And you can hit it when you want to do over. And because it's your own reset button, you can name it whatever you want. For Kelly's instance, she can name it her focus button. And for Tawanda, so she would like to keep certain things. She can keep what she needs to keep, but still hit that reset button and go back and do the things that she didn't get right the first time. So my first question to you ladies is, what happened this year that you feel comfortable sharing? I don't want to put anybody on the spot. Or if you know of a situation for someone else where you yourself or they wish they had a reset button. Kelly? Wow, that's unfair, but I I got this one. Who would I wish to that they would have a wish uh, reset button? Um, I guess I would have to reflect that on me, myself, and I. Um, however, again, it's just more of my focus on the things that I have gotten wrong. Okay. Uh, what about you, Sharika? Um, I would say, um, well, um, I'm almost finished with my bachelor's degree. Um, so I wish I would have, um, maybe did it, you know, as soon as I finished high school. (laughs) So it's kind of hard, you know, going to work and, you know, trying to finish my degree too. So, um. I would say probably that's it, you know, you know, finishing up my bachelor's degree, you know, trying to balance work and, you know, um, and go to school too full time. Tawanda? I have to say really more so time management because, you know, sometimes you really know that it's only 24 hours in a day. So looking to be a better steward of my time, time management, and including having a balance 
in with that um, is what I would say. Corinne? I would say I would just reset the days where maybe I wasn't as productive as others. Okay. Well, listeners, if you have listened to the last couple of podcasts, I have been in the hot seat where I tend to wait until the last minute to get things done. And I tend to procrastinate a lot. And believe it or not, I would love my reset button now just because I was not paying attention to the dates, and now I have a bunch of papers to write for school. (laughs) And I have no one to blame but myself because I procrastinated all semester long. And then I look at the calendar, I'm like, oh, crap. It's like week eight. Next week is like. Right, it's week nine. I don't remember which week it is. And next week is week ten, and then the new semester starts. So I am. So you have papers to write now. I have papers to write now, so I would love that reset button. Just oh, I didn't know you were in school reset. this semester, Alexis. I thought you were taking a break. I, I am taking a break, but I basically put this semester on hold to improve my last semester's grades. So going into the next semester, which I am not um, put on, uh, which I am not taking a break on, I can start the semester strong. So I have no one to blame but myself, which is fine. I already did the research and stuff, but I want that reset button for myself just so I could go back in time and learn not to procrastinate so much. So when do you, when do you start back to school? October 12th. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, you guys are busy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And everything is due October 4th. Everything oh, wow. is due okay. on October 4th. I procrastinate so much all semester. I have so yeah. many emails to return. <laughs> it's not even funny. I need that reset button. So today's podcast should benefit me too. So my second question to you guys is, we all know that in life, there are certain moments that we wish that we can go back and redo. Unfortunately, for some, that's not the case. Is there a situation for you ladies that you wish you could go back and redo? And if you could, what would be different about that particular situation? Sharika? Uh, something I could redo. Um, um, I would probably say, um, hmm. um, I would probably say take my time dating. <laughs> you know, if I could go way back, you know, like from, you know, from high school, just take my time, you know, and, you know, start dating, you know. And I think I probably would have been more focused on my my goals if I would have, you know, just instead of, you know, dating, I would have put more, you know, focus on goals. Okay. So it's interesting that you chose dating and you said take your time dating. So if you could go back in time and change it, are you just saying you rather date more slowly or would you change the people in your past that you have dated? Well, I guess I guess date too, but um, be more focused on career, you know, um, more focused on career and, you know, more of the future, you know. You know, like basically sometimes when pe- some people, you know, you're, you know, you're 17 or you're 18, you know, you sometimes, you know, you, some people don't really fully mature to like, you know, maybe 25, 30. So I would probably say, you know, you can still date, but still, you know, balance, you know, you know, get your career in order, you know, early. Corinne? Um, yes, like, I I guess I would uh, going along the lines of what Sharika said, uh, maybe I wouldn't have, well, I know I wouldn't have married my first husband for sure, um, knowing what I know now, um, and maybe I, 
thinking about I wouldn't marry my second husband either. Okay. Well, I didn't mean to laugh about that. Okay, I don't mean to be insensitive. But that oh, is no, it's laughable. Kind of, kind of way in a moment amusing to me because they're like, yeah, if I could go back and change, I wouldn't have got married to either of them. Okay. Yeah, what about what about you, Kelly? Uh, thank you, ladies. Well, Corinne and Teresa, what <clears throat> they have, they are believing that their emotional emphasis, the selfish emotional emphasis, uh, they gave a little bit too much. They invested more in that emotional selfish path versus their political path. And um, I feel the opposite. I believe that my political path, I placed a lot more emphasis on that instead of uh, giving myself the opportunity of maturing a lot faster had I invested study time on my emotional want, the life that I really asked God that I would take care of. So that would be my emotional life. So I am actually feeling completely the opposite uh, to both Teresa and um, I'm sorry for Teresa and Corrine in this life. What about you, Tawanda? Well, my thing is, if I could truly, truly hit that reset button, and it's, it's ironic you asked the question because I um, did a call with a group um, for youth thinking about different things because always when I meet someone that's 18, 21, I'm like, oh, my gosh, you're in the best place in life. Now, if you listen to me, and nobody, of course, wants to listen because we all want to make our mistakes, but um, if I could take the things that I want to take and then reset, I would start right from probably around 18 going off to college. You know, I think about how I screw my credit up trying to smack my Discover card out in three days because I lost my mind. And just some of the different decisions because, like, when I was I was one of those teenagers that wanted to be an – I was one of those kids that wanted to be an adult really fast. When I, when I was 18, I wanted to be 21. When I was 21, I wanted to be 25. When I was 25, I just – I went to a club one time. I think I was 29 at that time. And you couldn't get in unless you were 30 and over. And I wanted to be 30 so bad. And then when I turned 35, I'm like, uh, let me go back to 25 and see how that is. So, you know, sometimes people grow up so fast, they don't really enjoy smelling the roses. So I would smell the roses. You know, I would I would critique every decision that I made. If I could just literally walk back in time and say, okay, I remember doing this, so this time I'm going to go left. And just kind of critiquing it and, most importantly, taking things slow. Sharika, you said something in reference to, like, um, I, think, I don't know if you said marriage or dating or something like that, but just yeah. how we choose who we invest our time with who we date or who we marry or whatever, I would definitely do that a whole lot different because what I learned as I got older is more of what my worth is. And, and of course, well, well, bottom line is sometimes we invest time not just with the right people, people who are not really worthy or deserving of us. And then a lot of, and the last thing I want to say is sometimes, like, if you think to high school and college and somebody you might have dated or talked to, like, but I want to marry this person. Is this person really a reflection of me? That stuff doesn't even matter at that time because we don't care because other things are important. So, yeah, so just resetting and learn, resetting and relearning stuff um, would be ideal. Well, for me, there are so many moments in my life where I would have loved to reset button and go back and change things just for the better. But in all honesty, if I were to hit a reset button and go back, I wish I had finished school when I was 18 um, because it was so much easier um, to go straight from high school to college. I wish that I had taken it more seriously than I had. Because like Sharika said, while I'm not in the situation where I have to work and go to school at the same time, it's harder to go to school when you're an adult. Because when you go right out of high school, you're already used to school. You're already used to studying. So you can get back in the mode. As an adult, 
while you have life experience and you probably understand so much more why a college degree is so important. It's so hard to focus. You lost, like, all your study tips and tricks, and your brain is just going to have a hard time reading all those texts, reading all those scholarly journals, et cetera, et cetera. It's just harder. And with that, I'm going to take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this break. Real Girlfriends Across America is on Patreon. Please follow us at patreon.com forward slash Real Girlfriends Across America. We strive to bring good content and we appreciate every show of support. Your donation could make a world of difference. Thank you for listening and all that you do. Clutch on to your drinks while we listen to today's trending news story. Congratulations to the happy couple Frankie Muniz, star of Malcolm in the Middle, and his wife Paige. The couple announced last weekend that they are expecting their first child. It's a miracle, says his wife, because she was once told that pregnancy might not be possible for her. The baby will be here in March 2021. Before the break, we talked about going back in time to hit the reset button on a situation where we, what would we change if we could? So now moving forward, there are some goals I'm sure that were set this year that maybe fell off the wayside. So ladies, can you name one goal you would love to hit the reset button right now on? get back on the wagon or start the goal over to complete before the year is out, Tawanda? Oh, my goodness. I would have to say my healthy eating goal. You know, sometimes you just eat all types of stuff that you really shouldn't be. So lately I've been eating healthier. One of the things I was talking to a friend about um, probably last year was because I have different work hours. You know, like a lot of people get up at like 6 o'clock in the morning, have breakfast at 7.30 or 8, lunch around 12. I don't operate on those hours. And so one of the things is like I know most people go to bed around 10 or 11. They don't eat after like 6 or 7. I think when we got on the call, you were like, does y'all have dinner yet? And I'm like, see, she lives like me. Like you have dinner at 9 o'clock at night, (laughs) which is definitely not a good thing especially when you want to live better and eat better. So that is something that um, I would have to say. Being better when it comes to healthier eating choices, eating at the best hours and times, eliminating sodas, just healthier living, like, overall, and healthy eating. Um, Kelly? I would have to go with I am multitask. I have a very big, I have a table, and it has every single possibility. And um, I'm almost like an extremist. And therefore, having said that, I am very satisfied with the empowerment of my angels and how much they have accomplished so far this year. If I was to grade what they have accomplished through me as a patient, um, I am pretty content, and I cannot really honestly say or feel that I would hit a reset button right now. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Corinne? Um, right now, the only thing, I'm, my main uh, goal is just to move. So that's the, the only real goal that I, I'm focused on right now. And Sharika? 
I would say um, eating healthy, <laughs> stay away from <laughs> sweets. <laughs> That's <the> weakness. <laughs> well, I guess we're going to be three for three because I do would like to eat healthier because, uh, believe it or not, maybe two and a half years ago, I was at the heaviest point at my life where I was inhaling four to five, sometimes six large sodas from McDonald's, and that was just it for me to the point where I'm like, enough is enough. I'm going to die early if I don't change my life around. So I totally cut sugar off cold turkey. I like to say the two and a half weeks that I did not have any sugar, it was fortunate. The only one in my house was my supportive sister. Because if anybody else had a piece of candy in this house, I would have murdered them for it. Because my body was so out of whack. It was so used to functioning at a high sugar level that without it, my body just didn't know what to do. So fortunately, it cleared out of my system to the point where now I don't really eat that much sugar. I actually sometimes will pass on it. Because my body, fortunately, has been functioning without a lot of sugar, where when something is too sweet, it throws me out of whack. But me, I'm really bad at not cooking healthier food. I tend to go for whatever um, brings me comfort. So my goal is to get on the bandwagon again and try to lose some more weight so I can better myself. So my next question to you ladies is, if you had a reset button, what moment in history, right, recent or past, would you go back and change if you had the power to hit the reset button and just to clear the slate and hopefully change things for the better for the future? Kelly? I am always looking forward for the change and the opportunity to greater and better future. However, I am not asserted to say that I should have access to a reset button. Okay. What about you, C? If you could go back in history to change something or hit a reset button and change it to make the future a little bit better, which moment would you choose, recent or past past? Um, maybe something, I, I guess, in the past. Um, maybe I will go back to childhood and, and just um, <laughs> reset, I guess, how I started in life. Maybe I would have stayed at home a little bit longer um, to, to try to better prepare myself for the real world. <laughs> Okay. What about you, Sharika? Um, I would say probably um I would say probably this year with the COVID. Um I wish, you know, it it didn't happen, but <laughs> I also um you know, I hope that a lot of people, you know, become entrepreneurs and you know, open up their own business. So you know, the good thing I guess, you know, you know, people can just start their own business. You know, you won't have to um, fully, you know, rely on just, you know, one source of income, you know, like some people do. Tawanda? That's a hard question. Um, That's really a hard question. And it's a hard question for so many reasons, right? I want to counter ask something, if I may, please, 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 because I really can't answer that question. One thing, like like when Sharika just said COVID, I'm like, yeah, let's get rid of COVID. Yeah, let's get rid of 9-11. You know, however, at the same time, like, yeah, I, when I look at me personally, it's easy for me to say, oh, if I could go back and redo it, I would love to do it. And at the same time, knowing that if I did, it would alter everything else. If we could go back one year, five years, ten years, and go left instead of right, it would change everything, even us being here today. And um, so I can't answer that question, but I want to say this and just put it out into existence. And I talked to probably about four or five people, 
in the last month that are into tarot reading. Not sure if you guys have ever heard of tarot reading before or if you know, like, people that actually do it. And I've always been curious to understand because, like, I remember, like, 20 years ago, people were not as open or susceptible to something like it. But now a lot of people are doing tarot reading to where you grab the card. And I always wonder, like, like let's say, for example, Corinne, if you did tarot cards, and I said, Corinne, I'm, I'm curious to know because it's kind of like not just that they're telling your future, but they may be also sharing, and I don't know all the facts, but I think they may can show something like in your near future, like, or maybe something coming up or something like that. And let's say if you pull a card and it says help, and you may say, all right, Tawan, this card says help, you know, what's going on? And I may say, okay, that means I need to eat better. Or let's say if you pull a card and it says like the bones and XXX, and I don't know what the hell that means. It's a death card, right? It will probably worry me to death. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, she pulled a card and said death. Does that mean I'm gonna die? So I don't, I don't know. So yeah, the question you asked me is kind of scary to me, um, Alexis, because when I think about something that may have happened in history, so many other things will be altered after that. If that kind of makes sense. And I just really, and, and I just really wanted to ask real quick if anybody like. When you say reset, that means changing and altering, starting over and going back. So does tarot cards and tarot reading, is that kind of like something that anyone would do? And, and I'm asking because I'm just simply really, really curious. And I know it's not about a reset button, but it came to mind because sometimes people do it because they want to look at what may happen in the future and they may want to change some things because we know um, – as I learned from two or three other people, it says, hey, the future is fluid, so you can make changes at any time. Does anybody have anything about that? Because I'm so curious to find out. Um, this is C. Uh, believe it or not, I do. Um, I, when I was, like, in high school, I bought something, although a, a kit that had tarot cards in it, and for years I was actually afraid to use it. <laughs> so I had kept on to it for a long time before I actually sat down and actually used it. And I actually bought it twice because I, I wound up losing it uh, in storage or I don't know what happened to it. Um, but I wound up buying the same thing twice. Um, I, I just I just followed the directions. And like you said, it was like past. Um, it was your past, the future, and the present. And um, like the skeleton cards or death card, that doesn't necessarily mean death. It just means an ending of something. But it's it's been years since I did it, and I used to do it once a year, and that was on what I say my new year, which is my birthday, because my birthday is in January. Um, so I would mm-hmm. do it once a year, and I would not let anyone hold my cards or touch my cards. But you do know that's a big thing. Like, even on YouTube, like, that's a huge thing. A lot of people are doing it and talking about it, and, and people love it. That's yeah. really a big deal right now. Yeah, and sorry, Alexis, I didn't mean to, like, change the dialogue, but when you talk about reset, it's about life, and and, lo- and that's one thing people look to do to kind of change and alter their life as well. So back to you. Well, it just really does qualify as a reset, because if you think about it, tarot cards, for those who believe, is a reading to see what's going on in your past, your present, and your future. So you can hit the reset button if you can alter some things that can help prevent something from happening in the future or help put an end to what's going on in your past if your past is affecting your present and future. So it does have something to do with that. So for me, if I actually could go back and change something in history, I would most likely, if I could, just get rid of war. Right, And I know that by saying that, that would definitely alter a lot of things in history. And what I mean by get rid, rid of war is so many innocent lives are usually ended by war. They have nothing to do with what's going on, and they just happen to live in an area that is being fought over and or happens to be sacrificed in some cases. So if I could... I would get rid of war. So does anybody else have anything to share about Tawanda's revelation about tarot cards? I'm not sure if I'm on the air. Am I on the air? Yeah. Hello? 
Yes, Hi. ma'am, you are. Hi. This call is being recorded. You're live. Okay. Hi. Thank you. Okay. Well, this is uh, my my. I feel this is how I study and believe that question to have a fair answer, right? I feel that if we live in the spirit, we have an opportunity and a chance to change our present decisions. So basically, I feel that the spirit is the future. The spirit belongs to God. God gives us an opportunity to see based on decisions and choices that we are entering uh, daily what, where we're going to end as far as in the future because it's spirit. The body is the past, so therefore the body is uh, trickling in to that future. The mind is what the present is. So what, therefore, the mind would be considered uh, the present because you need to be of clear mind. You cannot be driving down the road and thinking about that terrible past and interested in going and desiring for your life to change. You need to always be of clear mind. And then, of course, last but not least, the heart is to be content. So once your heart is content, it gives you an opportunity to that better health. Does that make sense? I also would like to add that the reason why I would refrain from having a reset button is because we are two minds is better than one, meaning we are not coming to visit planet Earth to be alone. We came to planet Earth to love and be good. And that requires company and the harmony of getting along amicably. The plague with the coronavirus 19 is all of our fault. Every single one of us is responsible for what is taking place here today. And that's the reason why a reset button is done from a table, a table of people coming together, because Tawanda is correct. We can change what is already happening, and it could have been possibly worse. Imagine not getting along and ending up completely, totally by yourself. Our start is not by ourselves. I do not know how you have viewed or understood or respected your beginning, and neither is the end. So when we hear things that the Twin Towers came down, we realize that over 5,000 people were taken out that maybe did not want to die, but maybe it was time to take what was good in them in large quantity so the cup now fills up again with whatever was good in them. And that we are to face that that's inevitable because we are not perfect. I believe I kind of maybe overdid it. Sorry. No, I think what, that's uh, well, see, here's the thing that I find so interesting about what you have to say. Because things happen for a reason. Right, And for those who believe in religion, regardless of which religion you follow, everyone has to have faith and believe that what religion teaches us. So most religion will teach us things happen for a reason. But here's the thing that I was raised Buddhist, and I will be the first one to admit I'm atheist. Right? I don't really believe in a higher being. I do believe that there is someone or something out there. I will give you that, right? Whether it's divine intervention or what, choose it, whatever you call. I have respect for everyone who believes in religion. I have respect for deities, however you choose to term it. But what I don't agree with is why do good people have to die? Right, you mentioned five thousand lives being taken out of the twin towers. They didn't want to die. Who in their right mind wants to die right in that moment? 
like nobody wants to die. No one wanted to die. Nobody, right? No one but wants to die. They, You're right. But that's true. But here's the thing. The truth is, if we were to write a wipe out a moment in history, it's true. It's going to alter something else. But sometimes I have to believe that if there was such a thing as a time machine that was built and you can go back and change small things, it might have made the world a better place, right? So for the 5,000 people who were, I hate to put it this way, sacrificed that day, plus thousands of others who died, right, no matter what you say, they died. And God or whatever deity or whatever religion you believe in said had a plan for them. But why did their plan end in such a tragic way? If a deity or whomever or whatever you choose to believe in is good, right? If you live a life following what religion you believe in and follow the teachings and you genuinely are a good person, then why did you have to die that way? And let's talk about the family members of the people who passed away, right? You believe in a deity, so you're like, well, I did good, right? The person who passed is good, so now you're asking me to believe that the plan you had for this person is going to end this way? No way, Jose. I didn't lose anyone on 9-11, but I came close to losing somebody 9-11. Let me be the first one to admit I lost my mother the year before 9-11 happened. Had that plane that hit the Pentagon flew just a little closer, it would have went right through my aunt's office. I would have been an orphan all over again. And if that had happened, trust me, I would not be happy with the fact that someone good was sacrificed because somebody else chose to make a bad decision. So history or life usually is kind of like a ripple pool. What one person does or one decision is made, it affects millions or thousands of other people that we don't even know about. Because somebody decided to hijack a plane, their religion taught them to do that. Right, but because their religion taught them to do that, and they believed in whatever cause they had that day, they took out thousands of people. Plus, thousands more people died because they were good. They wanted to go help the people who need the help the most. And we cannot control what other people do, but it would be nice if there was such a thing as a time machine where you can go back, not go back and erase all history, but go back and maybe alter some things to help make the world a better place. Does anybody else have a thought on this? Hey, this is Wanda. I definitely want to comment on that. You know, now, being honest, um, a couple of different topics I always try to avoid and well, people use say sex and religion and politics. I don't have a problem with talking about sex, but definitely don't really like to delve too much into talking about politics and religion. However, I will say this, you know, like one of the things I, I appreciate from platforms like this is we all get to say and share whatever it is we want to share. Um, so definitely I, I love that opportunity. So like when I think about a reset button, like when I did the call on, on the youth talking about credit and, you know, trying to tell the youth different things they could do now and encouraging them to do it because, of course, we can't go back in time. And um, something I'm going to talk about at, on our podcast next month, um, because, like, we all have loved ones that we lost, I'm pretty sure. And, like, we think about, like, I think about my dad dying on New Year's Eve. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't even believe it. You know what I'm saying? And just other people that I've lost that I love so much, however, I know that we're not going to be here forever. And, you know, I am a person that does believe, and that's my personal preference, and I don't judge anyone who doesn't because I just respect differences. You know what I'm saying? So with me, I like to take every day as if it's my last. And, like, so when I think about the opportunity to reset, just like I think about, oh, if I had a magic wand or if I had three wishes, you know, we're wishing upon a star 
so what's what's most important to me today, which is September the 27th, is how I can be the best that I can be today and how I can plan and put things in place so it can be the same tomorrow. And what's important to me is treating people good, just how I would like to be treated and doing what's good and doing, you know, positive things to be a blessing to other people because the world is so many people that don't want anything, so many people that, that hurt other people, and I don't like that. And I know sometimes people say, oh, you just have rose-colored glasses. The world is not like that. I can't worry about them. And the last thing I want to say is this, right? One of my favorite movies is Pay It Forward. And if you haven't seen that movie, please watch it. And I remember when that little kid in the movie had this analogy about how people can help people and the world could change. Someone said, hey, that you're crazy. That's not possible, blah, blah, blah. But when you understand paying it forward and you have hope and you have faith and you believe it, you can do it. Paying it forward is random acts of kindness from one to another that can change the whole world. And Steve Jobs said people that are crazy enough to think they can change the world normally do. Well, maybe we did get off topic a little bit, and let's just get back on topic. The intention tonight was definitely not to talk about politics or religion. It was just to say, if you did have a reset button, what would you do with that reset button? Because in life, there are rare moments where you do get to have a real reset button, such as when you hurt someone's feelings, you get that reset button where you agree to apologize, you own up to what you did, you bury the hatchet, and hopefully move on. Or if you made a past choice that affected your financial situation, you do learn from that. So the next time that you're able to turn your financial situation around, you'll work twice as hard to prevent yourself from making the same mistake to wipe out your financial situations again. So in closing, a reset button is something that you do give yourself from time to time. And it doesn't completely erase something that happened, but it will give you a second chance to go back and hopefully change something that can make your future or someone else's future much better, or it will give you that second chance to get something completed that you always needed to complete it, like me, for instance, all the papers I need to write by Sunday. Yeah, I would like that reset button to go back in time. Yeah, I did it to myself. I have no one to blame but myself. So, ladies, any closing thoughts about the reset button? Well, this is Tawanda, and the only closing comment that I have is, well, first of all, just um, saluting everyone that invested time to dial in tonight. It's always good to hear different people's perspectives, you know, especially Sharika, just you talking about school and work. It's not easy. It's not easy to balance that, and I know we all wish we can go back. Um, So I think what's most important to me, what inspires me from this call tonight is to take my time and move forward and to do it right the first time. So I don't even have to think about trying to reset it, even though I know I can't anyway. Thank you, Alexis. Alexis. Corinne? Um, I think that, yeah, to, to second um, what Tawana said, um, just knowing that I, I guess we can't really um, press the reset button in real life, just, I guess, learning from all the past things that we wish we could reset and just making better choices or, or better decisions in the future. Kelly, I know you don't like a reset button. You'd rather it be a focus button. But <laughs> any closing thoughts into the reset button and or focus button? Uh, wow. Well, the uh, focus button is that, yes, once we are given the uh, chance, like you have mentioned and answered, if we injured someone and were incorrect, we do have the opportunity uh, to come forth and admit to the error and request the forgiveness or their friendship and not to become habitual. If that person says, yes, I do forgive you, they are forgiving what you have done. They are not necessarily maybe at the same balance of trusting you again, so you would have to give them time 
to trust you again, which that goes along with the consequence of the initial opportunity for trust. Um, so in, in that attribute or that respect, uh, yes, you are to take uh, opportunity of giving yourself and each other a chance to the correct future landings, right? Um, but again, a reset button has the consideration that it's not just one person. It's not, it will not ever be left to one person. It will take a few minds or a few hearts more than one. So what about you, Sharika? Final thoughts? Um, yes, I would say look at the, in a bad situation, um, look at the good part, you know, the outcome. You know, sometimes we're so, it's so easy to look at, like, oh, that was so bad. But, you know, sometimes you may went through that for, you know, for a reason. So, you know, just look, pick the good out of the situation instead of just looking at all the bad. <laughs> well, that is actually good advice. It's always better to look for the silver lining than it is to, I'm going to steal the word from Kelly, focus on all the bad that's going on. So my closing remarks are, I hope the rest of 2020 is going to be prosperous for everybody. And hopefully by now you have found a way to turn 2020 around. And if you haven't, just hold on a little bit longer. Something is always going to be right around the corner that's going to brighten your situation up a little bit. Take a long look at your situation. Maybe there is a way for you to hit that reset button. Maybe it's a goal Maybe it's starting your own business. Maybe it's apologizing and renewing a friendship or mending a relationship. Whatever it is, hopefully you know that it is perfectly okay to give yourself a reset button. And for those situations where you don't have a reset button, just chalk it up to a mistake or whatnot. Learn from it so the next time the situation does occur, you know better and hit that reset button a little bit early so you can avoid the same outcome. With that, thank you so much for tuning in to us tonight, and we hope to see you next time. Thank you. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of Clutch, a podcast by Real Girlfriends Across America. Clutch onto us tight by following us on all of our social media platforms. This includes Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook. Like, share, and follow us. Did you miss the episode? Don't worry. You can listen to us anywhere where podcasts are being played, including Apple Podcasts, Google, Anchor, Spotify, and Speaker. Don't forget to watch us on YouTube by searching for Real Girlfriends Across America and visit our website at www.realgirlfriends.org. And until next time, touch on to your best friend and Stay tuned.